Hey, welcome to another episode of the Gig 2 Podcast Interview. This time I'm talking to Jason Peace, also known as Drive to Win 13. How you doing, man? Good, thank you. Yeah, we were just talking for like five minutes, and I thought that we were live, <laughs> and it turns out we weren't. So we were, we were talking, just chatting. Yeah, we were talking about football, but I'm sure you guys don't care. Although, actually, I'll go back to the original question for those who missed it. Can you explain why your handle is Drive to Win 13? Yeah, so obviously being in rideshare, right? Mm -hmm. um, you have to have something with driving in it. Um, but the real reason is the elevator speech is I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. Uh, just kind of don't tell anybody that right now. It's not going so well. But um, And Dan Marino is my idol. Uh, so number 13 is because of him. And then uh, drive to win kind of came from me just having an inner drive to win at life mm -hmm. and uh, put them together and it stuck. Hmm. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 40. Okay. Yeah, I'm 45. Yep. So we're, we're pretty similar. Yep. Um, yeah, I, see, I thought you were from Florida, so I put my UCF yeah. shirt on, and I got the UCF background. I actually yep. I took a UCF uh, online cybersecurity course last year, and I spent, <laughs> spent like 15 no. grand on it, and no. I, I haven't done anything with it because I worked in IT for 10 years. And then my last day job is actually with Microsoft here in uh, Sanford, Lake Mary, which is mm -hmm. like 20 miles north of Orlando. Yep. And I, so I worked for Microsoft for a few months and I just hated it and I just walked. And at the time I had been doing Uber on the weekends. Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to try doing this full time until I find something. And I kept, you know, I was doing interviews and stuff. And then after a while, like I picked up DoorDash and Uber Eats, Instacart, um, yeah some other little apps here and there. And as I realized, Hey, I can make just as much money doing gig work as I can sitting in a cubicle all day and work whenever I want and not have to have a nagging boss or, That's you know, I'm like, this is way more um, satisfactory. So yep. for the last, what, three years, just about, I've been doing, I haven't had a W2 job in, in three years. Yeah. Same so, here. Yep. Jacqueline Taylor says, I'm driving, I'm watching. Well, don't watch and drive at the same time. <laughs> driven down, hey, what's up? And I, I know Steve from Rideshare Rodeo was here. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, you were, just on, you were just on his show a few weeks ago. I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, where should we start? Because, like, I, obviously you're a gig tuber, but you don't post as frequently as you used to. In fact, Correct. I was just looking. I spent the last few hours go, going through your channel, and yeah. a lot of your videos it. were kind of sporadic. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it it cracks me up because like some of your videos, like some of them have like over a hundred thousand views, you know, fifty, sixty thousand mm -hmm. views, and then the one in between them will have like five hundred views. Yep. Do you know where like did your videos get picked up by like some Uber, Lyft, rideshare website, mm -hmm. like or just just all organic YouTube? I think it's all organic, honestly. Um, I I had one video about Uber Eats. It's all mm -hmm. it's over half a million views, mm -hmm. um, and it it kind of built my channel, honestly. Um, what I found out by making that video was that um, people are more interested in uh, quality, not necessarily quantity. There's a lot of YouTubers that just throw out videos over and over and over and <laughs> they take the whole stupid video to explain what the heck they're talking about. And in the end, they don't really explain anything. And, um, the comments that I get people contacting me, people that I interact with have all said 
that they like that I'm very to the point. I get my information out there and I don't take a long time to, you know, explain mm -hmm. everything. So um, I, I do quality video. Uh, I have a lot ready to go. I've been traveling all throughout the pandemic. Um, I've believe it or not, I've I put on about 50,000 miles um, around the United States mm -hmm. um, in the last year. And um, uh, it's really hard to do videos on the road. It is really tough. Um, mm -hmm. Even though I have a motorhome and I have everything set up in it, uh, uploading and editing, and it's just, it's really, really difficult to do. <laughs> so, but I've got a lot ready to go. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to get to that, but let's kind of, I kind of like this go in order. We kind of yeah. like, so I, I actually paid a bunch of money for a professional YouTube consultant a while ago. Mm -hmm. And he said like, you should be able to answer the four W questions like immediately. It's like who who you are, what your channel is about, who's your target audience, and why should people watch you? So if you can yeah. you can you can answer those four questions. So who who are you? So uh, yeah, so I have made a a name for myself, I guess, in my life in creating my own businesses. I've actually owned three businesses. Um, I owned a home theater a design company and uh, two um, uh, concrete companies, decorative concrete companies, weird as that is. Um, and then uh, I, I've been in high uh, retail management and, um, and stuff like that. And I just decided a while back that I, I'm just tired of building stuff for everybody else. Um, I'm tired of making other people a lot of money. Um, I saw an opportunity within uh, the gig world because there was a lot of uh, unprofessionalism uh, people who are just not thinking about it like a business, but thinking about it like a job. And I decided that I was just going to do something very different. Um, and so I did. Uh, about four years ago, I just started doing it. And then I made sure that I knew exactly what I was talking about before I created videos. As an example, I have a Uber, or I'm sorry, a DoorDash video that's ready to go. Um, but I was waiting till I've done a thousand deliveries before I release it because I want to know what I'm doing before I do it. So uh, I put a lot of effort into those things uh, before I just put the information out there. So, so you're, you're working on a DoorDash video now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know when that's going to be out? Uh, within the next couple of weeks. Okay. Cool. I've actually got yeah. two, uh, one from the eyes of the customer and then one from the eyes of the driver. Yeah. Cause he, he was uh, Uber and Lyft your first gig jobs or? Yep. I started with Uber and then I added Lyft like a couple months later. And then I did about 3,000 rides. And then I got into um, into uh, food delivery. And now I do all all of them. I just uh, added Roadie as well. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was looking at your channel and like it started out just Uber or Lyft. And then mm -hmm. you started doing Instacart. And it seemed like you were doing that exclusively like the last year or so. Did you start doing uh, Instacart? Like right when the pandemic started or before that? I did it about three months before it. And I'm glad that I did um, because it gave me a lot of information going into the pandemic that really helped. The reason I haven't done a lot of um, of uh, uh, Uber and Lyft videos just recently is because I've traveled so much, which we'll get into later. But um, And I can't do those on the road. I can only do food delivery on the road. Yeah. Cause I, I, like I said, I'm from upstate New York. So I visit mm -hmm. my parents like around, well, actually the last couple of years I d go during the summer, not during Christmas. Cause it's too cold, you know? <laughs> right. um, 
Well, it's all, and it's just the way my parents' house is. It's just freezing in there. So I'd rather go yeah. in the summer when it's sweltering. I'm like, that's how it is in Florida. So I'm used to yeah. it. Yeah. And um, yeah, if I fire up, like Uber won't let me go online. DoorDash will. Instacart will. Yeah. Um, some of the other apps. Yeah, anything that's like delivery basically will. Yeah, all, but, all of them uh, shipped. Um, you got to go in and tell shipped where you're at. Uh, Roadie will do anything. Um, uh, Uber Eats, you can do Uber Eats as well. Uh, uh, DoorDash, Grubhub, all, all the food delivery, uh, but no no rideshare like uh, passenger. Have you tried Amazon Flix? I've uh, I've tried many times. Uh, I've never gotten into it. Like I've oh, never so been able to be accepted. Okay, that's weird. I don't know. Do they yeah. not? They must not have any warehouses where you are. Actually, they do. They have two huge ones, uh, huh. but they um, they have delivery trucks everywhere. Um, right. So I, I don't know. Um, I was on, I've been on the waiting list forever. <laughs> or uh, Whole Food stores. That's that's what I usually do. Mm. With uh, because the the funny thing about Amazon Flex is it's like two jobs in one. It's like you can either do the package delivery through at the warehouses or you can do whole foods deliveries those are harder to get yeah if you just put like so many miles on your car though doing amazon flex like uh yeah i don't know if you ever watched the gig economy podcast jason teary Mm -hmm. he does he's up in michigan and he's he's talking about this too it's like he ends up out in the middle of nowhere and like that's how it is yeah yeah that's how it is here in florida too yep Gary said, uh, "Lift you can do it in any state. Doesn't require a permit or special requirements." <clears throat> I've never, I've never even tried. Speaking of Lyft, I, I, I deactivated my account like last year, and then I think they sent me an email, and it said, "Yeah, guaranteed two thousand dollars for uh, one hundred and twenty rides." So I signed yeah. up. So I for like two weeks, I just did all Lyft, and I only made. 1200 bucks so i got an 1800 bonus so i did a whole video about that i think ride share in general is pretty dead you know it is i've I've only only ride share i've been doing is uh bonuses not guarantees bonuses um lyft has been uh doing a bunch of them you know do 20 20 rides get an extra 250 you know Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna do 20 rides uh it take about 10 hours and uh you know i'll make 450 bucks so. It, I, I, you're in Boise, right? Boise, right, Idaho. Right now, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how big of a, a town is that? I, mean, is, I know it's a college town, right? But it is. Like, is there anything s- else there? Um, well, it's 600,000 or so in the area. So it, it's fairly good size. Got a good airport. And it's it's pretty good size. Um, it, there's a lot of, um, it's very spread out. So I do put a lot of miles on if I'm doing anything here. seems like every delivery is 15 miles away. Um but yeah, it's very spread out. A lot of farming, um, obviously potatoes. <laughs> that's the big thing here. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's funny because like I was watching your Instacart videos, like your Costco videos. You're showing like your your phone and like all the batches in there were like 30, 40 bucks or something. Yeah, and that, although that was pre-pandemic, I was like, you can't even see. I don't even see Costco batches in the queue anymore. Uh, even if I'm like right outside the store. Yeah. So all the bots grab them, I guess, or, you know, it's crazy. I it just, uh, this last week, I actually got COVID last week. So I'm out for oh, really? the last week or so. But, um, prior to that, uh, one of my last batches I did was $106 batch, I think. Um, and 
it was the weirdest thing because it was all 15 20 batches and occasional 30 occasional 40 and then bam it just popped up just like that and i grabbed it um but i i only will do um 50 plus dollar batches on instacart i don't know if there's any truth to it but i i honestly believe the algorithm however they do it if you accept small batches they're going to give you small batches so i never do yeah they keep messing with the algorithm when they 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 did a revamp of the app back in the spring and like Mm -hmm. now it has like the map yes ever since then yeah (laughs) i mean i think it's it's so it's it's a huge tease because you look at the map there's stores on like every corner so you're like i'm gonna get an order anywhere but it's like with the big red circle that says high demand yeah that one (laughs) oh we don't i don't see a a heat map on mine i think maybe that's only on android oh that could um, be yeah i'm on android but i was gonna say like they're all dollar stores Mm -hmm. and uh 7-elevens and stuff but it's like you know i only get orders out of Publix and aldi that's pretty much it um so they changed it oops Oh, that's cool. See, that's what I, I that's what we need is a heat map. I, like I, I've been on Instacart since 2018. Mm-hmm. And back in those days, it was kind of like Uber or Lyft where they would assign a batch to you. It wasn't right. just in a open queue. Right. And there was they had a, a map and it would have especially on Sundays, you would see red squares mm-hmm. around the, the where the stores where all the orders were coming from. Right. And uh, they don't have that anymore. I wish they'd bring that back. I'll just show you this just because I have a lot of people tell me that the, that I don't, mm-hmm. but this is October 12th. Wow. How big of an order was that? <laughs> I'll show you. It's it's the craziest thing. Um, Leo wants to be on camera. Oh, yeah. It was only a few things, huh? 13 items. <laughs> Costco. Is there... Is that all the potato money in Idaho or in Boise? I don't, I don't know, but I will tell you it was a lot of medicine. So I'm thinking maybe that's where I got COVID. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of medicine. So I'm thinking they were uh, wanting some COVID stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, watching your Instagram videos, you're scrolling through the batches and you're seeing high paying batches in the queue. Yeah. And I'm like, where's where's all this money coming from? In, yeah. in Boise, I guess it's all the potato money. <laughs> so um, I will say that um, some of the videos that you were probably watching were pandemic videos, um, but also I, I've done this all over the country and mm-hmm. I was just actually in Hawaii doing it. And um, th- I, sometimes you just got to wait for them. Sometimes yeah. you're just sitting there doing nothing, looking at $10 batches and then bam, a couple of them pop up. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the answer to it, but like I said, I, I I get them all over the country. So yeah, I've I've noticed that too. Yeah, like I'll mm-hmm. there's a few like in the area where I live. I like there's an Aldi and like three public stores. Yeah, and there's a Walmart between the Aldi and the Publix, and I'll sit mm-hmm. in the Walmart parking lot. So I'm kind yeah. of in between the two. Yeah, because I apparently it goes by. You have to be like within a mile radius of the store. Correct. I, I don't know. It, I mean, everybody can only guess on how the algorithm works. But and to be honest with you, sometimes I will I will notice that if I'm right in the parking lot, I don't get the batches. I got to be a little bit away from them, and I think that that is due to um, signal strength. Because if there's so many uh, cars with a lot of people uh, on there, I think it uh, it does affect it. 
Yeah, I had two of my highest paying. It's funny. I had two of my highest paying batches of the year. Actually, probably top ten, top twenty all time. Mm-hmm. When I was sitting in that Walmart parking lot, and uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's like you say. Like sometimes you can go anywhere from like ten minutes to like an hour. It also depends on the time of day. I noticed that on weekdays between like 11 and 1, mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. super dead. Yep. And then it, it'll definitely pick up around 4, 5, 6 o'clock when people yeah, are coming home from work. Coming home from work. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And that's how, that's how you got to think about it like a business, not like a job. You don't, you don't go to a job. I mean, you go to a job and you work 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. But when you're running a business, you got to work the times that it's busy. Yeah. Um, and you got to really work through that and figure out what's best for you and whatever app you're using. Yeah, that's what that's what <clears> drives <throat> me crazy about all these strikes and stuff is when you listen to the the organizers' grievances, they all have a W two employee mentality. Yep, that's correct. It's like they want, like like they're saying, look at our hourly. Like they always compare it to minimum mm-hmm. wage. I'm like, yeah. well, there is no minimum wage. You're not nope. paid by the hour. You're paid by the job. That's correct. Although I think like. You know, taking your day's earnings and dividing it by the number of hours sure. you worked is like a good. It's a good gauge to like see like it like because then you can compare it to a W two job. Like, well, you know, I could just right. You know, go work at an office and make the same amount of money and not drive as or. But I'll spend. tell you what, you know that that batch that I just showed you, one hundred and six dollars. That took me thirty nine minutes total mm-hmm. from start to finish, from when I entered the building to when I delivered it, and that set up my whole day. So I went and worked a few more hours and that made my whole day just on doing one batch. The next day might not be as good. So I really usually do it by the week. I just say, hey, I need to make $1,000 this week mm-hmm. um, or whatever my number is. And then that's what I go after. Sometimes I work 20 hours. Sometimes I got to work 40. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. Like, uh, see, you you have a family, right? I do, yeah. Like how many kids and all that? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got two kids, um, but they don't they're they stay primarily in Idaho. So mm-hmm. um, I don't I, I travel around a lot. So, um, but yeah, they're in they're in Idaho. That's something I wanted to ask you about. So I, I think you've only showed it like in one video once. Was your RV towing your yeah. car? Yeah. Um, how did how did you get started? Did you did you already have that RV before the pandemic, or did you go out and buy it, or do you no. lease it or rent it or yeah. So, so how did that, how that get started? So actually, um, when I, I got divorced and I decided that I was going to just figure out, um, because I had so many people emailing me or texting me or calling me saying, what you teach on your channel doesn't work in my city. And so I decided honestly to prove them wrong. Uh, and I just went and bought an RV. I actually bought it in Florida. I flew down to Florida and bought it and drove it back to Idaho. And then, um, I started traveling around. I went over to Seattle, Portland, down the coast, and then stayed out of California. But then I went all through the middle of the country, uh, Texas, Arizona, uh, all the way back to Florida again. I spent two months in Florida. And um, along the way, I met people and uh, I worked with people, people that were emailing me, setting things up, wanting to understand how I run it as a business. So I basically kind of turned everything into a mobile business. And um, it, it started out as just, oh, I was just going to get an RV and kind of dink around with it while I wasn't really doing anything. And then it turned into, well, I'm driving this all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've driven it to Florida twice. I'm actually heading out of uh, Idaho here 
shortly heading to uh, Phoenix. Did you buy it in Sanford? I actually bought it in um, um, up in the Panhandle. Uh, oh, okay, like Pensacola or something. Pensacola, yeah. Yeah, Fort, I was going to say uh, Fort something. There, there's an RV uh, dealership not too far from me, and I, I drive by it all the time. I was like, I wonder if that's where he got it. Oh no, yeah. I got a crazy deal on it. So it was it was worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. How much does it take to gas up that thing? <laughs> so, crazy thing is I drive a Prius. That's my my car that I drive doing the, the work. Um, I put it on a trailer. Uh, it, it cost me $500 to drive my uh, RV uh, from Phoenix to uh, Florida. Okay. Um, I drove my car from Florida to Phoenix, and that cost me about $100 or just over $100. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Well, I only filled up the tank, uh, I think four times. Oh <laughs> uh, so. yeah. I'd love to get a used Prius. I mean, I have a, I have a Honda fit and I think it's like yeah. the, it has the highest MPGs of a non hybrid car. So I get yeah. like, it depends on how much highway driving I'm doing, but like on a bad day, I get like 32, 33 miles on a gallon. And if I'm doing yeah. all highway, like if I was going on a road trip to like Jacksonville or something, I'd probably right. get like closer to 40. Especially well, my, my, I'll tell you what, doing this industry, whether it's passenger or food delivery, a Prius is the car to have. Um, mm -hmm. I can put so much stuff in there. If you go to my Instagram account, I've got some pictures of it so loaded full of water. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I always get 50 plus miles to the gallon in that car. Um, and when you do driving for a, uh, for a, a business or a job, you got to think about that stuff. And uh, literally you can make payments on a car with the gas savings, especially now with the gas prices the way they are. It's just, it's incredible, but I don't necessarily love driving the car. It's not the best car to drive. And to be honest with you, I get a lot of people staring at me like, what are you driving a Prius for? But, um, but I do love it. Uh, I, I've now, I put over a hundred thousand miles on that car and um, it's, it's great. Uh -huh. My, my internet <clears throat> your internet must be going out a little <laughs> going on here all right can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah I don't, I don't know if it's my computer or my internet provider or what but um all right so oh yeah so uh, on some of your older videos where you had the two monitors behind you yeah. Like what's the story behind, like, is that at your house or? Yeah. So uh, in, in my house, um, in the in backyard, Phoenix. yeah, uh -huh. there's a, uh, there's this big, um, it's, it's actually a storage shed. I converted it into an office. It's like 15 by 10. So it's pretty good size. And uh, I basically put up a backdrop, uh, put my computer out there. So I do all my editing. I have my studio set up with all my lighting and all my stuff. And um, I just figured, you know what, there's a good spot uh, to to do it. Like I said, on the on the road, it's hard to do. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it works pretty well. And I have a bunch of like sound deadening stuff in there and everything. Um, I've got even more stuff now uh, that um, I just got to get it reset up. <laughs> well, I'll look at some of the uh, comments here. I'm back. 
You need a new router. Yeah. I, well, I, I've had this one since I moved here. I'm definitely, as soon as we finish, we have to call Spectrum and be like, what the F? Um, all right. So I'll ask, I'll ask some of the standard boiler paint questions here. Um, do you have a, like, let me get me on the screen here. Are there certain days and times that you work or does it yeah. fluctuate so, constantly? Yeah. So you try to um, stick, I try to stick to the same schedule every week. I usually do unless there's an event in town or some reason to skew that, um, you know, with being in a college football town, as you know, um, that changes the dynamic of what you're doing. Uh, but usually what I will do is I will start and get that big order Monday morning uh, at Costco and I will wait for that. And then right after that order after Costco, I will go do DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that through the um, through the lunch rush. Then you have the middle of the day, uh, which I'll just do my normal thing, whether it's making videos or home with the kids or whatever it is. And then I'll think about the dinner rush for a food delivery. And this all flip back, uh, back to that. Crazy thing is sometimes I'll do multi-apping. I'll do multi things at the same time. I've even done it to where I've actually had three things that I've accepted at the same time. Uh, I don't really recommend that to most people. It, you have to be very careful with it and very strategic with it. I actually did it with three different, with DoorDash, Instacart, and Shipped. So I was able to control the timing. I never do it with multi-delivery like Grubhub and DoorDash or something like that. Um, but you can do it the other way. Yeah, I've I've done double and triple stack with Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. If like they're at the same restaurant or like at the same shopping plaza, right? And they're all going in the same general that's direction. That's the key, and that's sometimes Actually, hard to have yeah, happen. <laughs> as much as I, you know, I poo-poo ride-along videos. Like, mm. uh, like, I mean, it's funny. I find ride-along videos in general to be kind of boring, yeah. mostly because like they're by the same channel who's doing them all the time. They're right. pretty much the same every day. Like I only do them like once a month or something, so they're special. Yep. But there was one I did, it was a while ago, where I picked up two orders. I think they're from, the. it was separate restaurants, but they're in the same shopping plaza. Mm -hmm. And they went to the same street, and the, the customers were on the same block. Yeah. So like I could literally I've, just park at one and then just walk down the street. Yeah. I, I had the same thing happen with uh, with it, both within DoorDash, and it was two different wings. It was Wingers and uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, which are across the street. Picked up both orders um, through that one app. And then as it turned out, it was literally four neighbors delivered one-to-one -one and then the, you know, hit the go or whatever and it right to the next neighbor, which was really awkward, but worked yeah. out good for me. <laughs> That's a, I like the, the apps that have a map screen where you can zoom in on like the actual house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I always ask if you have a dash cam. I know you have a dash cam because you use the van true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Vantru Pro Two or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, I do I do like it a lot. Um, it saved my butt a couple times. There's been a few times where I had to kick some uh, <laughs> passengers out, and uh, well, I was glad I had it for sure. I would not do any passenger driving without a without a dash cam. Yeah, I, I highly agree, especially a night vision camera if you drive even like yep. at dinner time or so. Yep, that, absolutely. That, 
the only problem is like if you want to make YouTube videos, like it, it has like it's like pinkish, purplish, purpley color. Yeah. yeah, and there's some other ones out there that don't do that. Um, I just I don't really use it too often for my videos. Occasionally I will, um, but I I don't worry about that too much. Um, mm -hmm. It's more about the content. Yeah, I saw in some of your older videos you gave away like two dash cams. Did. did the company yeah. send those to you, or did you actually buy? No, them? I I just bought them. I used oh, them well, as a tax write-off and bought them and uh, and uh, gave them away. Yeah. Steve said I would not. I think he says I would not be doing any. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Same. It's like not having a dash cam is like not having commercial insurance. You are just playing with fire. For sure. And and the day that any of these companies say you can't have a dash cam would be my last day driving. Uh, I There is way too many accusations out there. Mm -hmm. um, it, it doesn't take much to have a, a some drunk customer, drunk passenger say something and get you fired and you didn't do a single thing. Um, and like I said, I've had I had a situation um, where I had a girl basically tell me uh, I'm going to do what she wants. Otherwise she's going to make an accusation. <laughs> I said, go ahead. <laughs> Did you point to the camera and be like, no, I didn't want to get into a confrontation with her. So I just said, Hey, you do whatever you want, but you got to get out of my car now. <laughs> and, um, do you still do ride share driving? Or are you mostly uh, just doing delivery? Uh, when I'm back in Boise, I do just because okay. of the, um, you have to do it in your home market. I don't <laughs> know. Cause like when I did my lift challenge back in August, I was driving like at least double, if not triple the daily mileage. You know, I was yes. filling up so much. I'm like making 10, 12 bucks an hour. I'm like, ride share driving is yeah. for suckers. The so only so way that it's worth it is if you get those big bonuses like, like I did. But That's as correct. soon as I did, I actually told Lyft to deactivate my account. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to show you a little bit too. Um, like uh, this was just um, this, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we've got, you know, $502 on 20 rides, 10 hours. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I did that in, um, and then is I that, did the same. Is that same including thing. a bonus or a guaranteed earning or something? It was. And that's the only way that I will do it. I yeah. will not, I will not do ride share without those bonuses. You spend way too many miles. Um, I will do triple the miles that I do on Instacart or food delivery. Yeah. Uh, because you can be, first of all, now granted, I understand that if you uh, do a lot of rideshare driving, you move up in the tiers, you can now see more information like where the passenger's going, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you can be a little more strategic, but if you get strategic, then you lose that ability because you're declining rides that go way the heck out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So like I said, the only time I will do ride share is if I have those bonuses. Right now, they got a deal, uh, 20, 25 rides, make an extra $20. I'm not mm -hmm. going to do that. Not this is, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to put myself on the screen. This is my Uber selector quests. Yeah. These are kind of lame. Yeah. 270 yeah. for 70 trips. Yeah. That's, make it's, it 500 or 1,000. Exactly. <laughs> Not, yeah, and, and there are some parts of the country that do have some. I've had people sending me stuff, you know, seven, $800 to do 100 rides. And I'll say, yeah, go after it. As long as you make sure you hit that number, you got to hit the number. Otherwise, you're screwed. But um, 270 but yeah. divided by 70 is only $3.86. Correct. <laughs> it just, it's not worth it. Yeah. And then uh, you'll end up making, you're not quite making it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
So what did uh, Steve said? Even non-gig workers, just everyday. Oh yeah, we're we're not talking about dash cams anymore. We're talking about <laughs> quests and stuff. Gary said, <laughs> "I tried that seeing that customer location." Yeah, need about thirty seconds. Which which app are you talking about? Um, how do you get the food smell out of your car? Uh, Ozium is one uh, one of the things I use. And I make sure I don't pick up at Red Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) That one stays in there a while. Um, That pizza, for some reason, doesn't like to go. But a lot of windows down um, and OZM if it's real bad. Yeah. I I had uh, garlic butter shrimp or something from a seafood. Seriously. Yeah. It smells great. But, like, as soon as it – yeah, I I have the OZM, but I keep it in the bathroom. It's actually so strong. I just use – yeah, I just rolled the windows down and, uh, you know, that's pretty I, much I guess I like so used to it. I can't even smell it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also have the, uh, what is it? Uh, Colada. Um, uh, I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, the little thing you put on your vent mm-hmm. um, and that just kind of masks it. The problem is if you're doing food delivery and then switching over to passenger, um, you know, usually what I'll do if I do that, I'll just tell them, hey, somebody was in my car eating. Sorry about that, you know, but um, if it's real bad, I'll spray Ozium in there. I, I don't have just the can that opens. I have a, I have a spray. Uh-huh. So what do you think most delivery drivers are doing wrong? Working the wrong times um, and accepting stupid orders. Um, you, you can't make money accepting $2 orders. Uh, DoorDash does that a lot. They run promotions for 2 bucks. And, um, you know, people say, well, I'm going to accept that order and hope I get a cash tip. Well, you probably won't. Um, you might, but it's not worth the 20 minutes you're going to spend to maybe. Um, yeah. Especially now, uh, after the, within this pandemic stuff, people just aren't tipping cash as much. Um, so I'd say uh, you have to think about this. If you are doing ride share or any of this stuff, when does everybody drive? Okay, so you have a ton of moms or dads that want to drive when their kids are at school and be with their kids in the evening. Right. So you have to think about that. You have to think, okay, do I go out and drive and try to deliver when everybody else is out there? It doesn't work. Believe me, uh, every Friday and Saturday night in the past, don't do this anymore, I drove all night long. And I actually killed it after bar close do all the passenger rides for bar clothes and then turn on Uber eats. Now you're delivering food to all the drunk people and you just kill it. <laughs> Everybody went home because they thought the rush was over. Um, so you got to really just think about timing and being smart about when you're going to actually do it. I, I, I just can't stay up that late anymore. And my eyes are so bad. Like I can't, I, I don't see well at night when I'm, I try to, I try to get home before the sun goes yeah. down. And and yeah. if you watched my video, which actually I saw that you did watch my video about uh, we see it all, all the crazy stuff, right? Oh, yeah, your dash cam video, yeah. Yeah, and you know, in reality, um, it wears you out, man. Yeah. I mean, it just wears you out. What do you? What, what would you say most restaurants are doing wrong? Um, you know, uh, man, I don't know. I think probably not having a dedicated um, – spot especially in the pandemic like not allowing us to come in and get the food um making us wait in the uh drive-through lines mcdonald's is very um he does that a lot 
Uh, Taco Bell does that a lot. Um, I'm not going to sit and wait for 40 minutes in the drive-thru to get a, get a customer's order because then everybody's mad. I'm mad. The customer's mm-hmm. mad. Um, and it just is bad. So uh, McDonald's, so there's two ways around it. McDonald's was flirting with this. In some places, they still do this where they have a doorbell. And you can go up and you can ring the doorbell or you can just walk right in the front door and they have it all blocked off. Um, it's changing now a little bit. Uh, but the other thing that I do, and I do this quite a bit, if I'm in that situation, I will call the restaurant and I'll say, hey, man, I'm, I'm right out front. Can you bring that out to me? And I would say 75% of the time they actually do. That saves me from having to go through that line. But, um, yeah, not having not taking care of the driver for sure is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, I would also say a, a lot of them don't use like hot bags like we do, like yeah. Chipotle. They just put it on a shelf, and then it, as Seriously. soon as they do, it just starts cooling down. And yeah, also, and anybody I, can take it too. Right? Yeah, the people just walk right in. Chipotle does yeah. that. Um, uh, I actually was at a place in Phoenix, right in the middle of the pandemic, that actually set the stuff outside. Now I I realize that Phoenix is a warm. But in the wintertime, it still gets cold at night. You know, it's probably 40 degrees out. And they had it out on a table outside. Well, I went and picked <laughs> it up, and I look at it, and it that's was ice cold. It, it was made 30 minutes ago sitting outside. That's, yeah. that's pathetic. Yeah. Are, are you, most of the restaurants, like, still, well, like, fast food, are they drive-thru only still up there? Because up here... Um, or so, down here, I should say. I can walk into like any McDonald's, Burger King, yeah, Wendy's. Yeah, right now, pretty much everything is is good. Um, there's there's a few places around the country that are are super, um, you know, they they're still blocking everything off and everything. But for right now, I think everything's pretty much open. It's pretty rare anywhere that I go that I can't I can't uh, I have to go through a drive through. If I do, if there's a line and I got to go through that drive through. I'm canceling that trip and moving on. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't even really take fast food orders to begin with, unless like I know that particular store is on point, you know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, last third, uh, part of my who's doing what wrong question series. What are customers doing wrong? Um, <laughs> so if the app gives you a direction, like, leave it at the door. Don't put in the comments to do something different than that. Yeah. The app is set up specifically so that we leave stuff at the door that enables us to take a picture and leave it at the door. If you have selected to hand it to the customer and then say, leave it at the door, I now have to go through hoops to take pictures to prove that I left it at your door. I have to do it in a chat setting or whatever. Um, so I would say that's, that's one of the big things. And then directions, that is the biggest issue that I have with a customer is, um, you go into an apartment complex and it is a complete mess trying to find their place. We've never been there. However, the customer has, remember the first time you as a customer went to that house, how hard was it for you to find, um, especially at night apartments are a nightmare. So, yeah. um, you know, not just putting in the address, maybe putting in building J or building F or whatever that is. Yeah. That's how, that's how it is where I live. I'm in an apartment complex like that. Yep. And I, I put in the notes, 
I explain it as best as I think I can explain it. I'm like, it's sh- yeah. it's shaped like an E or yeah. a three, you know? So it's like, right. I'm like, it's the only, I don't know how to, I'm like, is this a driveway? Is it a parking lot? I don't know. It's like some right. of my notes, it says it's the only driveway where it's a dead end or it's the only parking lot where it's a dead end. Right. And another thing, you know, I was actually delivering, I don't know where they're going. I'm looking at your shirt. I was delivering at, at UCF a lot in uh, February and um, you know, you get up in the campus area and I'll tell you what, um, it uh, it is just a nightmare when you're on a campus because you cannot find what building the Hawthorne building is, right? Yeah. They, they put that stuff. I don't know what that is. I, never, I don't know what that is. So I know. Oh, I, I haven't really done a UCF delivery in like two years, but when I did, I used to do a lot you. of uh, Instacart ones. Like parents would order food for their kids, for the kids in the sense yeah. of their dorm. And this is pre-pandemic where everything had to be a face-to-face handoff. Right. And there were so many times where I'm like, I call the parents. I'm like, can you call your son or daughter? And like, you know, and I can't just like, they won't, they won't let you in if you're not a student, you know? Right. So exactly. like, I end up like li- leaving it like with the front desk or whatever. So. Yeah. Another one is gate codes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to have the gate code. You just got to give it to me, <laughs> you know, so I can't get into anywhere without the gate code. There's so many times where I, I made a video about this, like back in my early days where I, I was at a gated community and the customer refused to give me their gate code. Yep. And he's like, just tailgate yep. somebody in. And like at the time I was like, yep. no, I'm not doing that. Nope. But I I usually will now if I know the community, most of those gates, they move so slow. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to get the, my car's not going to get hit. I'm not going to get ticketed right. or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not worth it, but for um, sure. And then the other thing too, that is really bothersome to me from the customer standpoint, like I just did a video on this. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, on point with some of this, but is the rating system and understanding that be, if your food is not accurate or it's cold or whatever, that is not the fault of the driver. The driver picked it up and took it to you. Uh, they didn't, most of the time, we can't even look through the bag to make sure the stuff is in there because it's sealed. And you wouldn't yeah. want us doing that anyway. So, um, you know, if it's not sealed and it's it's just a bag, I'll, I'll look in there. But I don't know what a, you know, extra large chalupa extra cheese looks like. So I don't even know <laughs> what I'm looking at half the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when you're frustrated with the rating or you're going to get mad at somebody, get mad at the restaurant. Don't get mad at the driver. Yeah, I ordered DoorDash last Friday night and then the following Saturday morning. Both orders were screwed up. Like the yeah. Friday night, I the 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 one on Friday was a pickup. And yeah. so I ordered a pepperoni calzone and then I get home and it's just a cheese calzone. Yeah. So and it says like right in the app, you know, pepperoni calzone. I'm like yeah. so I guess the restaurant I guess that's probably on the restaurant, but they still could have like messaged me or said, Hey, we're out of pepperoni or or they, sure. or they just mix the order up or something. Yeah, for and sure. And then the following morning, I ordered uh, Wawa, which if people don't know, Wawa is kind of like Seven Eleven or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's like a it's I don't, I don't know if you consider it a gas station that happens to have a deli and supermarket in it, or it's a deli and supermarket that happens to have a gas station. But, right. Um, they make really good. Well, I mean, everything they make is really good. So, I mean, it's good yeah. for breakfast, food, and lunch. Yep. I like the quesadillas, subs, they make breakfast yep. sandwiches. So, and they have uh, coffee there. So, Saturday morning, I order, you know, breakfast sandwich, 
and you know, I, you have to hit like that twelve or fifteen dollar goal to get right. free. So I, you know, what I always do, I always order like a case or two of bottled water. It's like you know, it's Florida. I could always You're use bottled water. Need it. Yep. And I ordered sure. coffee, and then the dude shows up and he just has the bottled water and like the bag with the, and I'm like, where's my coffee? What the hell? He's <laughs> like, they didn't give it to me. And I'm, I, yeah. I, so I'm kind of skeptical on that because the bag. I've done Wawa deliveries and like they'll have mm -hmm. the coffee cup right next to the bag. And like, usually right. it'll have a sticker on it with a name. So yeah. I don't know. Who and knows? then, I mean, DoorDash gave me my whole $2 and 35 cents back or whatever, but right, right. You know, I would have rather, I just had the coffee. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. What would you say? I mean, that hundred dollar Costco order for $13 might be like your greatest delivery or at least like your highest paying one, but uh, just this month. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what would you say is like your weirdest, not necessarily the worst, but just like a weirdest, weirdest delivery or interaction or. Uh, okay. So this is actually a, um, I should have probably just canceled this one. Um, but this lady, uh, it was an Instacart order and she was just being super picky. Right. Mm -hmm. Just from that the get go. Yeah. And, you know, you you get some of those sometimes you just got to take your time and do it and just like, OK, I'm going to move on after this. But um, after the delivery was done, I get or I, I'm sorry, I get to the car and I hit start the thing and she has put in her uh, delivery instructions, mm -hmm. the information that she's trying to give to Instacart. OK, mm -hmm. what I mean by that is she wrote and I actually have this. I screenshotted it and reported it because I got a one-star rating from her, um, was that I prefer a woman shopper. They know how to shop. They know how to look at produce. They don't give bad meat and all this stuff, right? So now I'm super annoyed. <laughs> I get to the house to go ahead and drop it off, and she comes walking out. And I said, hey, I just want to be straight up with you. Uh, you put in the delivery information, which is where we get – the information for the actual delivery, like where your house is located, you know, the, the blue car in the driveway, whatever. Right. 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 Um, I said, so the information that you put in that spot does not go to Instacart. It goes directly to me. So I apologize that I'm not a woman shopper. I did do everything correctly. You got everything you needed. Um, but you can't actually pick the gender of your shopper. Unfortunately, it just goes out. Whoever grabs it, grabs it, but you did get everything. Mm -hmm. Five minutes later, I get a one-star rating and stating yeah. that I opened and ate some of her meat. <laughs> <laughs> was she know. an old lady or no. like our age? No, she was like, yeah, she had little kids and stuff. It, it blew me away. I, I've heard that if you request a, a man or a woman shopper, it's actually like a violation of the uh, Civil Rights Act or something. Or yeah. it's, a, it's equal opportunity discrimination or something. It's, but, yeah, it should be. I reported it, but. You know, uh, Shipped is now giving customers, they can uh, prioritize, favorite, yeah, favorite, favorite their chopper. chopper. Yeah. yeah, I actually like that because I would love to do that with customers, uh, <laughs> favorite customers uh, for sure. Didn't Lyft do that <clears throat> with the, they Lyft let their that. customers favorite yeah. their drivers? They, they did, still do yes. that? Uh, I haven't noticed it at all, um, but I, I drive very, very rarely, unfortunately. So uh, Steve said, "Right on, tell him, Jason." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, how do you deal what you kind of answered that? How do you deal with angry customers? Yeah. So if you think about it, um, uh, so I have something that's called lead. It's, it's something, an, uh, an acronym that I used to use as a manager and it was, uh, uh, listen, empathize, apologize, and deliver. And, um, so if somebody's angry and mad, right, you listen to them and then you basically empathize with their situation. You say, I'm so sorry you're dealing with that. I understand your frustration. Um, I'm really sorry that this happened, whatever. And then you find a solution. Um, sometimes there is no solution and you just got to chalk it up to whatever and you move on. Um, but a lot of the time you can just um, apologize to them and you can stay um, very calm with them and you, and it, and it does work. Um, but you don't usually have a lot of um, interactions with the customers too much in food delivery. This is more in, uh, in uh, rideshare. I would, I would say um, the interactions you have in the, the food deliveries is usually through uh, chatting or, um, or rating systems, but that's about yeah. it. I wish Instacart. I think I think every app. I don't know why it's just rideshare. There needs to be a two-way rating system. For sure. I think, I think TaskRabbit no has it. Yeah, and uh, uh, there's no doubt there should be an accurate two-way rating system. The problem is, um, the customers couldn't get away with everything they get away with, and that's mm -hmm. why they don't do it. Have you ever done uh, TaskRabbit? I have not. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not missing anything. <laughs> well. <laughs> Some people can make a lot of money doing uh, moving, helping people yeah. move. There's mm -hmm. also there's an app called Dolly that's all it's just moving. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess like if you really wanted to stay in shape, that'd be a good one. I I don't know if you ever watch. He doesn't make videos anymore. Geo. He was he started yeah. out as Rideshare Revolution. Yeah. And he changed correct. it to American Gigolo last year. Yeah. And he he started doing TaskRabbit, and he was said I mean, he, he was, was making in like New York. Was he in New York? He's in or Chicago East Coast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I used to watch some of his stuff for sure. Um, I, anybody uh, know what happened to Geo? Because he never made a goodbye video. He just stopped posting, which is weird because yeah. he used to post like almost every day. Yeah, he switched over to doing food delivery in the pandemic stuff. I know that. Yeah, yeah I, I know. And he started doing TaskRabbit, and he said he was making tons of money helping people move. So I. Last time I you heard, know, like that's all he was doing. For me, uh, now granted, I like I said, I owned a concrete company, so I kind of screwed up my back a long time ago. So I stay away from the real physical stuff. Although, I will say, doing Instacart um, can definitely uh, lose you some weight if you need to lose some weight. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you, if you're working it right, you're hustling for sure. Yeah, I have. Uh, well, I don't have that with me, but um, I have a bunch of CBD gummies mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And uh, I have a CBD roll-on, and it's really good. It's better than, like, Icy Hot. So, like, any muscle that you just rub that on there, and it's yeah. it's so much better than hmm. than that. So, um, anyway, nice. how long – when you started doing rideshare and uh, gig work, like, full-time, yeah. like, how, how long would you say it took you to get comfortable doing the jobs? Like, oh, I can do this as a living, you know? So um, I decided to just take it on. I uh, got Uber and I, I remember the very first time. So I signed up and then it took me like 10 days to actually hit the go button. I stared at it a lot, but I never hit the button. I was scared. 
uh, the first night I went out, I remember I, I, I just drove downtown and back to my house basically. And I made like 60 bucks and I, and I just started thinking about, it. I thought, man, you can make money doing this if you treat it like a business. And it probably took me a solid month, uh, to get comfortable with it. Um, and just understanding the, the rhythms of how to do it, when to do it, where to drive, um, what part of town to stay away from, uh, now doing it because I go to so many different cities, um, everybody, um, it takes me about two weeks to figure out a city. Um, and, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I was in Orlando, um, what is uh, where, where the town that's over by NASA? Um, what town is that? It's right on the coast there. I'm sorry, you're an audio cut out. Sorry, I was talking on mute. It's oh, okay. uh, Cape Canaveral and there's also Cocoa Beach. Yeah, that, that, that area is really, really good for uh, food delivery. And I would have never yeah, thought I, I've that. I've heard that. Yeah. And so, but it took me a while to figure that out. So I usually tell people it'll take you a solid couple of weeks. If you know your city, it'll take you a couple of weeks and then just understand the timing to drive. If you're doing rideshare, it will take you um, probably a solid month to really get through rhythms on how to, how to do it, when to do it, where to drive. Mm -hmm. All right. So best and worst public restrooms where you are. Or anywhere, really. Oh, man, just about <laughs> any gas station is not good. <laughs> um, Lava is you know, usually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I usually would try to use a restroom at a, at a fast food joint or something. Um, they're cleaned a lot. But anytime you get near the airport um, and the gas stations there are not, not too good. <laughs> I always say the place nobody ever thinks of is a hotel lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, there is a low traffic and then depending it's on true. the hotel, they're usually pretty clean, you know? True. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever, um, tip the restaurant staff? No. Yeah. I don't either. It's no, uh, I've seen people like, that's what, when we used to have, I, I guess we still have the red card with DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people were like tipping the staff yeah. with that card. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I think that's, against the you rules you know yeah, you can't do that first of all um it's not uh it's all included within their in the, their thing the only time i've ever tipped is um uh, i went into an ihop here in boise and the girl that was working overnight was super super frustrated because half the staff walked out and i waited for that order for an hour and she was just like literally crying and she got a phone call from her babysitter halfway through the baby's crying at home and uh i I felt really bad for, her. I actually gave her a $50 bill. Um, wow. and I just said, Hey, I said, you never know when your night could get better. And, um, I just gave her 50, <laughs> I actually put it in an envelope and I said, you take this and, uh, just use it for whatever. And then I left, I, you know, I didn't want to make a big scene of it or anything, but, wow. um, I did watch her through the window though. And she literally started crying right on the phone. <laughs> so, uh, that was, that was the only time I ever did it though. Wow. There's a, uh, controversy among drivers well especially doordash drivers is you ever go to especially uh, almost always fast food place and they hand you a cup and they say go fill it yeah what yeah. do you fill it or do you put up a fuss i i, I don't i'm not going to create a scene over that i don't agree with it um i i think that it should be ready for us like i don't think i should be putting on somebody's lid and handing with their straw or however I deal with that. Like, obviously I would never put their straw in there. Um, I don't think that that should be on the driver. 
and I wouldn't want my driver who's been gripping his steering wheel all day uh, mm-hmm. messing with my lid. So I, I do it, but I, um, I don't throw a fit, but I don't agree with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. I'm just going to like, well, I'm standing here doing nothing. This kills yeah. a minute. Right. You know, and I try it like there's hand sanitizer everywhere now. For sure. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's the principle of the thing is like, I don't, I don't work here, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're getting paid for this. Why I'm getting paid to deliver, not do half of your job. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? It, it seems it varies from region to region and you've mm-hmm. been all over the country. So, yeah. I mean, this happens to me. It only happens on DoorDash, um, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Um, like it, it only happens at like mom and pop type restaurants, not fast food. Well, that's not really true, but so like you know how like if you have to swipe with a red card and you yeah, sign a credit card receipt the order, yeah. Um, sometimes they will ask you to just sign a random piece of paper, yeah. And uh, I'm just like when it first started happening to me, I'm like, I don't have to sign this. It's not a credit card receipt. Yeah. I'm like, and there's security cameras right there. You know, I picked it up. You're right. Does that ever happen to you? Absolutely. And you're right. Uh, mom and pop stores uh, do that a lot. Um, I always just put a 13 on the thing, walk out. <laughs> I, I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, they're, what are they going to say? Oh, let me see your driver's license. Make sure you're yeah. that guy. I mean, no. And I'll, I'll just, I'll just print the word DoorDash driver yeah. or DoorDash. Like, yeah, and I will say that they do signature. they do have you sign uh, if you're doing uh, uh, DoorDash shopping like at at um, stores like uh, mm-hmm. Albertsons, um, they have to do the tax exempt thing, and they do have you sign the tax exempt form. Oh, okay, well, so anything official like that, well, that I, makes I sense. Wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that no problem. But yeah, if I'm just picking up a hamburger from Helen's uh, Hamburgers, I'm <laughs> you get a thirteen. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> How much how much value do you put into your customer rating, or does it vary by app? Because I know it does vary by app. Yeah, um, with some so, with some apps, it it can make or break your. It career. can. I've never gotten even close to getting deactivated on any of them in terms of my ratings. Um, I, I always used not. to really, <laughs> yeah, I always used to really worry about Uber and Lyft. But here's the deal: if you are that low, um, what is it, nine point six or whatever? <laughs> There is like, it takes a lot to get that low. And if you're flirting with that, you need to be in a different industry. Um, I think mine, mine is uh, nine, uh, five, uh, nine, six, I think is what mine is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, and I, I have two one-star ratings on my Uber. Um, the DoorDash, uh, I'm actually hovering 4.9. Um, I had two, uh, interactions with DoorDash that made the mistakes and irritated the heck out of me. I show up at the restaurant to pick up the order and the customer is standing there picking up the order. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? And they're like, yeah, we've been waiting for an hour. We just decided to come down and get it. Okay, no problem. I call DoorDash. Normally DoorDash would give me half the fee and then cancel it. Um, Well, twice now DoorDash has finished the order for me, like as if I delivered it giving the customer the ability to rate me. Um, and I fought them and fought them and fought them and they, they would not take that off. Um, but I don't, I don't worry about it too much. I know how I treat my customers. Um, if I get a low rating, I'll wonder why for a few minutes, but then I just move on. Well, the only one that it really matters is with Instacart. Instacart or does matter. Yeah. 
At least it used to. But, you but they see. also do. They are changing that right now. They're doing a thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down thing. Um, I haven't been uh, brought into that yet. Yeah, I just got an email about it actually. Um, about that today. It's a pilot actually. program. It could be um, because I'm still on the 5.0 rating system. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I do like about Instacart is they do give you the one forgiveness um, rating. So you, they'll always forgive your lowest rating. Um, but if you get two, then, then you drop down. Um, again, I, I, I feel like it's pretty easy to keep your ratings up unless you're not having any interactions with the customer then it's a little more hard because then they just see the final product. Hey, I'm missing three items. Not realizing you've been trying to text them about those three items the whole trip. Um, they just never responded. But some of that's not even their fault. It says, you know, depending upon how their account is, like through Costco, they may not even see the text at all. So things are different. Have you used any of these apps as a customer? And what's been your experience? All, all of them. Uh, that's actually how... Anytime I start a new one, I always look at it from the customer standpoint. I want to know what the customer sees. I actually have a couple other videos that are totally done. I just haven't put them up yet about that very thing uh, where I actually do an order through Instacart and I film everything from start to finish from the eyes of the customer because that helps me as a delivery driver understand exactly what they see. As an example, I never knew this prior to doing this that the customer can actually watch on Instacart. You pick the items. So if you yeah. walk into a store and you pick in, uh, ice cream first, um, they're like, what the heck did you pick ice cream? You got everything else to get. Now it's going to be melted, right? Uh, Shipped does not do that, but Instacart does. So um, that's one of the first things I do whenever I start anything. And they used to give you like credits to actually do that. I don't think they do that anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, I absolutely do. What about... Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash. Yeah, same. Have you had like competent drivers or, cause I know like whenever I use them, I'm always like the person, it's very rare, maybe mm-hmm. like one in 50 driver yeah. or shopper, I would say, wow, you're almost as good as me. <laughs> the yeah. rest of them are totally I, I schmucks. Put, I put myself up there pretty high. Like I have a high standard for myself. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I do work very hard to be the best that I can be. Hence the whole thing, drive to win. I have an inner drive to win at everything I do. doesn't mean I'm going to win every time. It doesn't mean I'm going to be the best, but it does mean I'm going to try really hard. Mm. I would say 50-50, and I will definitely reward a driver if I can see that they are doing things above and beyond. I'll give you an example. Um, I had my girlfriend in Phoenix, she was sick and I decided to, um, send her through, I think it was Uber Eats, um, her favorite milkshake from, uh, uh, Sonic, I think cost me $25 for this milkshake. Okay. Um, but the driver, as soon as I picked, she picked it up, she let me know, Hey, I just want to let you know, because it's a milkshake, I put it in a cooler with ice around it. Okay. Now. It just made me feel better. It made me feel like she actually cares, right? Whether or not she did that, I don't know. But the fact that she let me know that she was trying to keep the ice cream cold. And then yeah. when I I let her know, hey, this is for my girlfriend. She's sick. Um, can you just leave it on the door and uh, and ring the doorbell and I'll, I'll make sure somebody goes out and grabs it. Her response was, I'm so sorry she's sick. Yes, absolutely. I'll try to be quiet just in case she's sleeping. 
it showed empathy it showed she cared right so that person i realized was actually trying to do this correctly um does everybody do that absolutely not but i guarantee you if you do that uh your customers are gonna want to tip you and i tipped her pretty well i think i tipped her 30 bucks <laughs> wow yeah so it was a 50 dollars milkshake <laughs> yeah it, it was a it was an expensive deal but yeah wow um so let's kind of get into the greater gig economy here you know since i started doing my new show this summer obviously I've been talking a lot of i don't know if steve's still watching he's the expert on ab5 and yeah we talked about that prop 22 and all that stuff so yeah um like there was california just passed a law where they said the apps can't hide the tips anymore which right really doordash was the only one really well uber eats hides uber tips eats. over eight dollars yeah. Right. But I mean, if you're getting an $8 tip, you're, unless the mileage is like super long, you're probably yeah. going to take that order anyway. Probably, yeah. There's a, there's a channel called Gig IQ where he actually keeps a spreadsheet of all that stuff. And like he, he, he did a video, it was a while ago, where he, he showed the mathematical explanation of that, how it works right. and all that. But um, <clears throat> so, I mean, Idaho is obviously not California, but your next door neighbors. Right. You know, what's like, your predictions of you know are we going to be like england where they have to create a third you know because like we're technically we're independent contractors but they treat us like employees but we also right. want the people want Freedoms. people yeah people want the best of both worlds they want the freedom yeah. and flexibility of an independent contractor but with the guarantees right. of an employee <laughs> right. so yeah i can predictions. guarantee you i can guarantee you right now the only people that want to not be an independent contractor are people who want to play video games all day and make a little of money on the side or um, have had a great career at Burger King and want to continue doing that type of work. Um, anybody who takes this seriously does not want to be an hourly wage employee. If they did, they would go be an hourly wage employee. Um, I will, I won't work for less than $30 an hour. That is my, that's my, kind of cut off, right? Uh, like I said, some weeks I have to work harder than others to make that happen. Um, but I want the freedom and the ability to do what I want to do as a business owner. And I understand we're not technically business owners. People run away with that, right? They start commenting all over the place about that. But when it really comes down to it, um, if you take this seriously and you want to actually do it as a business, run it like a business, then you do not want to be an hourly employee. Do yeah. I think that's going to catch on all over the country? No, I think California is pretty messed up. Um, <laughs> hence the reason why I said I went down the coast and I bypassed California. I'm not going to go there and work. I don't want to be messed with uh, with that stuff. So um, I have a lot of people contact me from California asking me how to get around things and how to do this. And I say, listen, I'm sorry. Um, you live in California and that's a whole different, it's like a, yeah, I wonder how that like that would even work with Prop Twenty Two because I wonder if, like you have to be a California resident like to even I don't know turn yeah. the app on there. I don't know how that would work because uh, you know do they even know like <laughs> do they know where I'm at doing this stuff? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, we've been going uh, quite a while here. <coughs> um, I have a link to your your. Are you active on all the social media, Facebook? Yep. Instagram, Twitter. Yep. So yeah, if you want to check Jason out, uh, links to all that in the description below, plus obviously your YouTube channel.
Yeah. And you said you got something cooking about DoorDash. <laughs> I do. I have a couple. I have some really cool videos coming about DoorDash. One is from uh, the uh, customers uh, side, like all the frustrations we get um, from the customer side. And uh, I actually shot that video a little bit ago. I just haven't had a chance to get it up and up there. It's all ready to go. I have it all edited and everything. Um, and then uh, from the from more like my normal format where from my side working it and understanding how to do it. Um, so I got, I got both of those ready to go. What do you use for editing software? I use Sony Vegas. <laughs> That's what I use. Yep. Or it's, yeah. well, they call it movie studio something now, but yeah, I've got them all. Um, I, I really like, I've been using it a long time. It's uh, pretty complex, but uh, yeah. the biggest problem is I can't edit really well on my laptop. And oh, so yeah. I have my desktop and my monitors, but they're in a fixed spot. And since I'm traveling all around my laptop. Yeah, so. that's that's how it is here. Like I have two monitors and yeah. it's just so much easier because then kind of edit on one and you have the, yep. the preview on the other. You know, it's interesting. People uh, don't realize. Plus you just need a mouse too, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> People don't realize the effort. Uh, that goes into all this, you know, the videos and the, mm -hmm. you know, the biggest thing is I'm not a YouTuber, right? I have, uh, I don't know, 7,500 uh, subscribers or something, but I'm not a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm a gig worker and I utilize YouTube to help other gig workers win, right? That's my whole, my whole thing. I, I, I like to win and I like to help other people win as well. Mm -hmm. um, however, when it really comes down to it, um, uh, using YouTube to get a lot of information out there is the very best way of doing it. And um, I, I, like I said, I really do like uh, doing this industry. A lot of YouTubers are YouTubers and they are, <laughs> you know, pushing, signing up using your referral code. Right. And I'm yeah. happy to let you use my referral code, uh, but that's not my primary focus. Um, I'm actually out there learning all of these things. That's why I said I won't release a video unless I've done at least a thousand deliveries. I think on DoorDash, I'm at like 1100 or something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then same with Uber and all the other ones. Um, because I want to know the ins and outs of what I'm preaching, basically. I want to know that I'm given the right information and not just guessing or listen to what other people say. Are there any um, YouTube channels, well, GigTube channels that you watch regularly? Um, not, uh, not really. Um, I don't do a lot of, um, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't do a lot of watching anymore, um, because it's all pretty focused either on negative parts, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, the, the, um, everybody's all, oh yeah, do the strike and don't, don't work this day and all this stuff. And I, you know what, you could, you can do that if you want to. I'm not going to participate in that. Um, <laughs> but um, I do want to give a shout out. I did a video with um, uh, John uh, JD, John Dash, uh, John, uh, Dash Theory TV, his YouTube channel. Um, yeah. I, I actually did a DoorDash video with him, kind of interview style. And, Recently? Uh, uh, I actually did it, um, um, I don't know, a couple months ago. Oh, I gotta. I, I don't know. How I missed that. Yeah, because I was I about to say, I haven't released I, that video yet. I I interviewed John uh, a few months ago. Yeah, because I was mm -hmm. gonna say he's in Phoenix. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's on. That's uh, where I did the video. 
he's on Instagram and TikTok. You know, he's he's more into the short format type videos. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I have a. I, I just started. I just started doing the mm-hmm. TikTok, um, mm-hmm. and I, I'm trying to figure out my my niche on that one. But uh, my daughter just released a video. <laughs> the craziest thing ever. She released a video on uh, TikTok, and um, I was blown away by it because she put it up the day that she did it. And look at this. I'm going to show it to you here because it's crazy. It's right here. This monkey video. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. 4.1 million views. Holy shit. In one, in like three days. And it, What's the her, crazy thing uh... is... What's her username uh, on TikTok? It's um, it's uh, Casey Pease, K-A-Y-C-E-E dot Pease, P-E-A-S-E. She just created this a couple days ago, and it was it was crazy because the video itself is actually a video of me <laughs> hanging out with a monkey, and and it got four point one million views. In just a couple days. Anyway, so I thought, hey, wow, that's insane. I might but you need don't to play with that a little. You don't mind it. You can't make any money off TikTok, can you? Though you, you don't feel like you run ads like on YouTube. No, but they do have a monetization uh, format. I just don't know exactly how it works. But she's got a bunch of people contacting her about it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. I, I did want to show you this. I always I always call it TikTok. I have a TikTok I account, TikTok. but I, I haven't made any videos. I just. Yeah, I'm on there I, to like see what's the viral video. I of the got day. a couple. <laughs> I think I'm going to actually utilize it for the crazy, like that crazy video that I have, right? Of the crazy things we see. Yeah. I think I'm going to utilize that dash cam video stuff and do little short ones uh, of yeah. that. Cause I, you know, it's that hard video, to though, because all the, the, the videos have to be the, the tall yeah, way instead of the I wide. Know. I did so. want to show you this. Um, this was, uh, I was in Hawaii a couple uh, month, months ago. Um, and I did get this batch. Wow. $161. That was the biggest batch I ever got. That took about an hour. It was 19 miles too. Wow. Yeah. Did you say two. how many items? Um, it was like 20. It was at Costco. But you oh, look okay. at the tip. So this is actually something key. Look at customer B. Originally, yeah. they tipped 27. Then they upped it to 90. Wow. And that is where I teach people out customer service within the shop and doing things above and beyond. Um, and you get results like that. I get that a lot actually. Um, and a lot of people ask me, you know, what do you do? How do you do it? Um, one of the things that I did, and this is how I did it with this one. This lady was constantly asking for a, um, thing of, uh, medicated, um, tissue, uh, face tissue, you know, for blowing your nose. Right. And they were out of stock. They didn't have any. And I said, I'm sorry, they're out of stock. She said, bummer. And I noticed that she was sick, you know, getting cough medicine and and cough drops. So what I decided to do was I drove across the street to a Walgreens and bought a little $1.50 thing of medicated ones at Walgreens. And I took it to her. I set it on top. I wrote her a little handwritten note and just said, Uh I'm so sorry you're sick. They were out of stock, but I just ran across the street at Walgreens. And uh, this is on me. Have a great day. Hope you feel better. Um, and I left it on her door and about 30 minutes later, she upped it from $27 to 90. Um, that was the, the one you just showed. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. But the, doing things like that. Now, obviously um, 
you know, Instacart and shipped and all these, they don't want you doing that necessarily. And you certainly wouldn't use their card or anything. You'd use your own money, but it was a real quick, easy Walgreens was right across the street. I just ran over there real quick, grabbed it and wrote a note and it <laughs> made me an extra 80 bucks. So, or six. Oh, yeah. When you were traveling the country and like doing the one-on-one coaching with people, like yep. how did you find them or did they find you? And like yeah, how, like it's on everybody, Facebook or Reddit or um, no, mostly all through my YouTube channel. People uh-huh. contact me all the time. It's actually, it's it's interesting, but uh, yeah, they they call because I have in the description all of my information, even my phone number, um, and people just contact me. And what I was doing was scheduling people out. So when I went from Phoenix to Florida, I had several people in Houston, like five that I met with. So I would stop. And um, I would contact them and uh, it worked really well. And then I would just hang out with them. Um, but then, you know, as I get to Florida, there would be a couple more, four or five more. And I just kind of schedule it out. But yeah, it's all through my YouTube channel. Well, let me know when the next time you're going to be in Florida and then we can meet up. I will. I'm actually planning on that um, possibly around the same time, January, February. Okay, cool. For sure. All right. Well, we've been going a while. So yeah. like I said, links, uh, everything Jason in the description below, check out his YouTube channel. He said he got some new uh, videos. So subscribe so that when he yeah. posts something, you'll see it. That's and also right. the, some of the, the, there's plenty of good videos in the archives there too. So check yeah, the, the thing about my videos is I always try to make them um, very, uh, like I said, I, I don't just put videos out there to monetize my channel and make a bunch of money on YouTube and try to get as much, length mm-hmm. of time my videos are all usually under 10 minutes long mm-hmm. and uh right from the very beginning to the very end it's all very useful information specifically towards people who want to run it as a business or starting out and are scared to death yeah. um so that's pretty much what i focus on now during the pandemic i did a lot of blasted a bunch of uh, instacart videos things like that um because there was a lot of people watching them trying to figure out what the heck to do um, but, uh, most of my videos are very educational. Yeah. That's like mine. That's how this channel got started. Well, this channel got started in 2006, but when I revamped it mm-hmm. for gig work, I yeah. know like, there was like almost nothing about Instacart and I was like, I'm yeah. going to do Instacart training videos and yeah. I might remake all of those. I think in 2022, we'll see. Yeah. And, I, I've got some goals too. I got to go back and remake some stuff. Just like catch it all up to, current and and stuff but it like i said the the format that i use it it takes a lot of editing to do it so yeah it's kind of crazy oh uh one last question i wanted to ask you i was watching one of your videos where you were showing Mm -hmm. you use like a signal cell phone signal booster in your car yeah it's like 400 bucks it is do you still use it do you think it was worth the money because i was thinking about getting one yeah so um i actually do not use it anymore um it worked really really well when i was in boise okay because the specific area that i was working seemed to have low signal strength and it really did help a lot Mm -hmm. i don't use it um right i don't seem to need to use it in a lot of big areas like um um i was down in phoenix as an example i tried to use it all over the place Mm -hmm. and i would turn it off use it for a couple or turn it on use it for a few days then turn it off and um just to see uh, I did have a lot of people buy it and I, it's about a mix 50, 50. Some people are like, Hey, best thing I ever did. And some people are like, this is trash. Didn't work at all. 
Um, so the best thing I can say is buy it at uh, somewhere you can return it, Best Buy or Amazon or something. Uh, I don't get any money for selling it or anything, so you don't need to worry about that. But try it and see, and if it works, great. Um, I actually switched my cell phone service to um, a new service, and that that really helped me as well. I was using yeah. AT&T at the time. Yeah, it's funny. I'm on Verizon, but there's certain places, like even in this mm-hmm. town, just a few miles over, where it's like a cell phone yeah. black hole. Yeah, and uh, every weird. once in a while, I get like way out in the swamps, mm-hmm. and, the, and there's no coverage out well, there. Well, see, so. and this is key because you know exactly where those areas are. So if you take and get that booster mm-hmm. and try it in those areas, you might you might find that uh, it really helps. I will say the other thing that really did help was I have this area uh, north of town that I constantly was giving rides to. And I couldn't end the ride because of the signal. Oh, like I, I hate when that I, happens. I'd, I'd have to like drive halfway back home before I'd end it, right? <laughs> um, so uh, it did help there because I could now get signal up in that area. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks again to Jason Peace, a.k.a. Drive to Win 13. Yep. Uh, check his channel out and uh, follow him on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. So Absolutely. thanks for doing the show. And uh, no like I said, let me know next time you're in Florida. I will. And, also, if you ever want to do the Sunday show with me and Hannibal, uh, just yeah. shoot me a line. And because we always, it's fun having three people. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. For sure. I will see you later. Thanks for All watching. Right. Thank you. Bye.